Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. As many of you have been joining with us and praying for Ukraine, you've probably heard us say over and over again this idea that we need to pray from hope. We cannot pray from despair. We can't pray from a place where we're overwhelmed and impressed with the horrible thing or the issue or the problem that we're praying toward. And, um, <clears throat> and but practically, how do you do that? How do you pray from hope? Well, first I'm gonna start with just simply saying why. Um, one of the things I heard a long time ago is a reaction to a lie creates a new lie. Um, when we start with the problem, we're actually allowing the enemy to create the scenario, to set the boundaries of what is going on, our perception of the issue. And you can always tell when the enemy's speaking because he only gives you two options, die quick or die slow. Uh, it's either them or me. I, I've got to get this out by this date or everything ends. Whatever the issue is, you, there's an overwhelming sense of urgency or despair or confusion. And those are great lights on our dashboard to help us recognize when the enemy is affecting our thought pattern. But rather than just deny them and be all Pollyanna, what we wanna do is we wanna take them to God. We wanna take them before the throne of grace and we want to get his perspective and so pray from his perspective. And so it, Paul tells us in Ephesians that we are seated with God in heavenly places. And Jesus tells us that we are to pray uh, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, we have been made one with Christ. We are in that place, we are able to perceive his will. What? His good and perfect will. In fact, that's what Paul's talking about in Romans 12 when he talks about the renewing of the mind is able to perceive and to bring about the perfect will of God, to discern that. And so what we're doing in hope, see God has never lacked hope. How do I know this? Because God is love, right? And first John tells us, and in first Corinthians 13, love always hopes, right? God is hope. He always has a hopeful perspective. He always has an end goal that's beautiful, incredible, amazing, no matter the impossible situation. And so when I am in hopelessness and despair, I am listening to the enemy. I am not able to hear God's voice. And so the first thing I need to do though, is to bring all that darkness, all the things that are swirling in my head. And one thing I'll do is I'll go before God and say, he says this, this is what they're saying. What do you say? We see this in Isaiah, in when Hezekiah, I believe chapter 36, he takes the letter that the king has sent saying all these horrible things. And he lays it before God in the temple and says, God, what do you say? And God sends a prophetic word that says, listen, rise up. I got this. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to deliver you. You're never going to have to lift a finger. I got this. That is exactly what happened. So when we take what the enemy is saying, the whole horrible situations, and we lay them before God, we say, God, what do you say? And we refuse to leave until we get a word of hope. 
What does that look like? Well, sometimes it, it um, I'll be honest, sometimes I've been so partnering with the enemy, there's so much darkness that I have to bring, I bring one thing and lay it at the foot of the cross and then another one pops into my head. And so I lay another one at the foot of the cross and then I get another one and I lay, and so I've done this one time, I did this, I counted 19 times. I had so much garbage in my mind to lay it, but then I got through to a place of hope. God is so good. God is so incredible. And he is the one who strengthens and encourages us. He is, he is our source. And so when you've broken through to that place, suddenly peace arises in your heart. And you're then able to, from a place of hope and joy, begin to say, God, what do you want to do? Show me your creative solutions. One person wrote today that as they were praying for the Russian armies, that they prayed that they would get dysentery and not be able to fight. Well, that's an amazing God solution. Well, that they would suddenly just be unable to fight. Wow. So God gives God solutions two situations, right? He creates, when the enemy says, there's no way. Again, you can tell the enemy's talking because it's absolutist. No way, no way, it's over, give up, lay down and die. And so when we get that hope, we can begin to see the creative God solutions to situations and problems and call them forth and, and begin to agree with God for those. And guess what happens? Naturally then, supernaturally, we begin to perceive things in the environment that we couldn't see before when we see despair clouds our mind and causes us only to see the things that are in line with despair. But when we start to see with the eyes of hope, options start appearing, things that we're blind to. Why did I see that before? Start showing up. And so guys, God is good. God is good. <laughs> Even when they are blowing off uh, all kinds of things outside, God is good. Um, so what I want to say to you right now is no matter how bad the situation, again and again, when I go to despair, I've mentioned this many times, God reminds me, he'll whisper to me, is this as bad as the Philippian jail cell? Where Paul, for doing the right things, for, for preaching the gospel, for seeing people healed and saved, is whipped within an inch of his life. The flesh was ripped from his back, ripped to shreds. Literally, they, they did 39 lashes because it was understood that 40 lashes would kill you. Then they threw Paul and Silas into a pit, into a hole where there was refuse and there was, there was human excrement and disease with all these raw open wounds in the deep darkness, couldn't see anything, would have no way out, right? This is where he, probably expecting to die there. And in that place, what did they do? They pressed through to hope. Hope. This is, this is what happened. They pressed through to hope. And in that place of hope, guess what happened? They began to worship. They began to praise God. How insane is that? And their praise was so violently at odds with the environment around them that the jail split wide and, and they were released. But so much, so creative were they. So, I mean, you and I would be like, I'm afraid to run away. But they said, no, 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 we won't run away because if we do, that jailer will commit suicide. This is, I believe, Acts 16. Uh, this, and so they said, no, no, we're here. 
And as a result, the jailer and his entire family got saved. But more than that, because they refused to leave, it turned out that the the magistrates realized that Paul was a Roman citizen. What they'd done was illegal, that they were going to be in danger of serious problems with Rome, that they said, oh, we're so sorry. And as a result, the people in Philippi, all the believers who had been just as threatened as Paul, are now under the protection of the government. See, Paul had saw creative solutions. He wasn't, he wasn't in fear because he had, he returned to that place where he's seated with Christ and God, where he could see with the eyes of hope and get creative solutions. So I just want to encourage you today. If you're in really difficult situations, I know, especially if you're dealing with a horrible physical ailments or you're in the middle of a war in Ukraine, or you're in the middle of Russia and everyone around you is believing the lies, whatever the impossible situation is, God has creative solutions. But as long as we stay in hopelessness and despair, we'll never see them. So I wanna welcome you up to the place where we are seated with Christ and God, where we, where every solution is, where every bit of every breakthrough is available, where we can then part, see what he sees, see his desires, his will in the earth and begin to partner with him and see it come to pass. I hope that makes some sense. I hope that's helpful. Uh, again, I've been wanting to get on here for a long time to share this with you. Uh, as always, uh, for all of if the people who've been watching, if you want to see our Ukraine updates, you can go to arisealife.org slash Ukraine. These, uh, the videos are also on YouTube at arisealife.org slash arisealifemedia. Uh, and also, if you'd like to help uh, what God is doing on the ground through our friends in the Blagai Viester Good News Church in Dnipro, Vladimir and Lilia, go to arisealife.org slash help Ukraine. Guys, love you guys so much. So grateful for all of you for sharing all these videos, getting the word out, raising up prayer in the earth. Uh, listen, this is a great place. If you have some testimonies from the last 40 days, personal testimonies of how God has changed your life by learning to pray from hope, we'd love to hear it. This would be a great place to, to post. Let us know. Guys, we love you guys so much. We're just having so, we're so grateful for you guys in this journey. Have an amazing, joy-filled, hope-filled day. Take care. For more information, go to AriseLife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.